Everybody Suffers, How Can I Pray For You? Welcome to the EverybodySuffers.com podcast. My hope is that through this podcast, I can help you make sense out of suffering so that either you experience consolation or so that you can share consolation with others. This podcast is sponsored by Our Lady of Kibeho. Kibeho, Rwanda was the site of the most recent major church-approved apparition of Our Blessed Mother. She warned us of the Rwandan genocide of 1994, and she reintroduced the Seven Sorrows Rosary. Mary gave this warning more than 10 years before the genocide, which she confirmed by predicting the death and resurrection of three visionaries in Rwanda. And the warning she gave the people of Rwanda, she specifically said, it was not just for Rwanda, but a warning for the whole world. So what will you do now? Will you pray the rosary every day as she asked? Or will you one day regret not having done enough to prevent what she warned us about? So today, I want to talk with you about uh, the prescription and diagnosis. Okay, As I look around the world, what do I see? What do you see when you look around the world? And as you're listening to this podcast, you're, you're listening to this podcast probably because you can tell that the world is upside down. Things are just, have gone off the rails. And what are we to do? You know, we've got, we've got kids who have a future. We want the future to be bright for them. We don't want our country or our church or our world to continue this backslide. And someone may say, what do you mean continue this backslide? Let's just look around and, and take an honest assessment of what is happening around us. As I look around the world, I see division. Division in the workplace, division in the families, division in the church. You know, you can't you have to be careful about what you say because you're going to offend somebody or you're going to, but you're going to offend them with the truth. <laughs> it, it, you can't talk about this or you can't talk about that because you're, you don't want to disrupt things, right? You, you don't want to turn someone off or offend somebody. There's just division it, 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 at all levels over, over all kinds of things. It's it's not just political division, but it's it's religious division, it's moral division, it's it's secular division. There's there's just division, and that's what I see when I look around the world. Another another thing, I look around the world and I just see a disbelief, growing numbers of people who are rejecting, whether it's organized religion or they're rejecting um, morality or they're, or they're just, they're just no longer believing in things that have long been held true. And it's, it's even with, within the Catholic church, we're told that surveys show that, uh, you know, half or more Catholics don't believe that Jesus is truly present in the Eucharist. But that's that doesn't alarm the non-Catholic, but a growing number of of atheists, you know, it's it's just it's just not 
good for society when more and more people reject the idea that there is a God. Because if there's no God, then there's no morality. And it's, in, in, it's a free-for-all. And in a free-for-all, who gets hurt the most? It's women and children. So even among uh, non-believers, <laughs> there's a growing number of, of uh, not just atheists, but of um, Satanists. The sat satanic churches are growing. Just, I look around the world and I see disbelief. That's the, that's the point number two. Number one is there's div division. Number two, there's disbelief. And among believers, the third, the third diagnosis as I look around, even among believers, there's, uh, there's desolation. And what I mean by that is people who might believe in God, but they don't think that God can help them. And there's also despair, where just people who don't believe there is a God, you know, and that goes along with disbelief. But, you know, disbelief can, can be framed in a kind of um, antiseptic, clinical, like everything's hunky-dory kind of way, but not with not when there's desolation and despair. This, those, those two things are just not good. So I look around the world, I see division, disbelief, desolation, and despair. And yes, I'm, I'm on a, uh, an alliteration rant here. This is the diagnosis, so everything's going to start with a D. But in addition to those things, and I've already mentioned it, but number five is diabolical activity is on the rise. And a little over a year and a half ago, in South Africa, there was a there was a, a well-known or popular Satanist who who founded a Church of Satan, and he left that church. He did a he did a Facebook live video explaining why he was leaving. And while that might sound like good news, the, the, the crazy thing is that he said, he, he had a warning for, for Christians. He said, Satan, uh, satanic churches were growing. He, he built a satanic church and then he left it, but he's warning Christians saying that satanic churches are, are on the rise. And if you listen to uh, the Exorcist Files podcast or you listen to Father Chad Ripperger and his talks on YouTube, you can you can see that there's growing calls for exorcists to come in in cases of diabolical possession. The diabolic activity is on the rise. And that's if you if you look around and you can't see that then you're just not looking. So division, disbelief, desolation, despair, and, and diabolical activity, number five. And number six, I would say, this is tricky to fit into the, the alliteration of Ds, but people just have a palpable fear of death. Fear of, there's just general fear, but especially of death. And it's, so I'll say this is dismay, but you can literally see their fear of death on their face because you can't see their face. 
they're, they're, they've, they've covered up their face and even walking on a, on a sidewalk next to an open field with a, with a mask on. And, you know, it's not politically correct to say that this is not a sign of good things, but people who in their cars by themselves wearing masks, there's, that just, that's just a fear of everything, but especially a fear of death. And, you know, someone might say, Carl, what's so bad about that? What's so bad about wearing a mask? And I want to say that as, as Christians, as believers in Christ, we should have no fear of death. Christ has conquered death. Okay, I'm getting off the subject of, of the diagnosis, but when I look around, I see this, this fear of death, and it's, it's just so sad for me that because it prevents people from truly living. And number seven is just a general degradation or depravity. And I was talking about the the seven sorrows of Mary and, and I did not have a D word for number seven here. And I have to give it to my friend, Doug. And, And yes, his name starts with a D. And, and I, I said, I don't have a word here for number seven. And he, he texted me depravity. And that's right. There's just a, there's a need for saints. There's a need for holy people. And, and you just look around and you can just see the moral degradation and depravity. So that's, that's what I see when I look around the world is division, disbelief, desolation, despair, diabolical activity, dismay, and depravity. And Carl, this is such a depressing podcast episode. It's not because here is the prescription. Our Lady of Sorrows, she brings so much hope. And here is how we can see the hope. The hope comes in the seven promises that Our Lady of Sorrows brings for those who, who pray the seven sorrows rosary, for those people who live the devotion of the seven sorrows. And her prescription for this diagnosis comes in the forms in the form of these promises. And here, here they are. I will grant them peace to their families. And that answers that diagnosis of division. I will grant peace to their families. What a what a relief! What a refreshing change from the division that's growing in our families. Number two, they will be enlightened about the divine mysteries. And okay, this is the list of prescriptions. These are the prom. These are the promises. But the diagnosis list all started with D. So my prescription list is is going to all start with P. So how can I, how can I summarize? They will be enlightened about the divine mysteries and start with a letter with, with a word with a letter P. And I'm just going to say prudence. They will be enlightened about the divine mysteries. And the proof in the pudding on this is the fact that I wrote a book about the seven sorrows of Mary. And I'm not a theologian. I'm not a scripture scholar. I'm not a philosopher. I I'm a sales and marketing guy. And, and the way I was able to write a book about the seven stars of Mary, the way I'm able to share with you what I'm sharing is because 
I've experienced this promise in real time. As I pray the Seven Sorrows Rosary, I, I can see insights in Scripture that I had not seen before. And I, I will do another podcast episode to share some of that. But, but this, I, I just pray that people will pray the Seven Sorrows Rosary so that more people can experience this. They will be enlightened about the divine mysteries. What a blessing. Okay, number three. I will console them in their pains, and I will accompany them in their work. And this this consolation from Mary is so needed in our time because people are experiencing desolation. And she's offering consolation. What an amazing thing. And I'm going to say, I'm going to label this this prescription, this promise, with... Uh, prosperity because when you when you experience desolation you won't prosper and there's a psalm that is famously quoted I'm sorry a proverb that's famously quoted that the um, where there is no vision the people perish and but with people with hope can can flourish and that is so true and it's shown in this third promise the people who have no consolation will experience desolation okay so what do we have so far we have peace to counteract the division we have prudence and enlightenment to counteract the disbelief we have prosperity and and consolation to counteract the desolation number four the the diagnosis there was despair and number four, Mary says, I will give them as much as they ask as long as it does not oppose the will of my divine son. She, she's offering providence. She's, she's, an, she's a broker to that providence. She's not the one who's providing life or blessings or eternal life, but she's a broker for that. If, if the rich man can ask Abraham to send Lazarus back from the dead, then we can ask Mary to help us grow in love of Jesus. And that will counter the diagnosis that people are despairing of, of hope. So that's number four in my prescription list, and that is, it's providence. She says, I will give them as much as they ask as long as it does not oppose the will of my son. Number five, the diagnosis there was diabolical activity Mary says, I will defend them in their spiritual battles with the infernal enemy. I will protect them at every instant of their lives. What an amazing gift. And I label this promise protection because that's exactly what it is. Mary is the, in, the sworn enemy of the enemy of our souls. And we can see in Genesis 3.15... In the moment that Adam and Eve disobeyed God and lost everything, even in that moment, God is promising a future for us. And he says that, uh, he says to the devil, I will put enmity between you and the woman. And enmity is a pretty strong word. It's a deep-seated hatred. Mary is the sworn enemy of the devil. And when she's on our side, when we enlist her help, the, the devil is completely disarmed and he can do nothing. 
She says, I will protect them in their spiritual battles with the infernal enemy. I will protect them in every instant of their lives. This protection, number five, counteracts the diagnosis of diabolical activity. Number six, when I look around, the diagnosis is dismay. and People have a, a fear of death. And Mary promises, number six, I will visibly assist them at the hour of their death. They will see the face of their mother. And as I, as I said, we have nothing to fear because Jesus has conquered death. And what greater thing could we ever ask for that Mary will visibly assist us as we're dying? We will see Mary at, at the hour of death. Sign me up, right? Because, because when people fear death, why do they fear it? It's, 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 it's like fearing a test. You know, but it's, but with a test, you know when it is, so you can prepare for it. You don't know when you're going to die. You have no idea. And and that's part of what makes it scarier, right? It, the, the test is not so scary and because you know when it is. But the end of our life, we have no idea when it is. And that's one reason why people are, are fearful of it. But here's Mary saying, I will visibly assist you at the hour of your death. What an amazing promise. And, and how can that not take away anyone's fear of death? If at the moment of your death, you're going to see Mary on this earth and people, saints who have seen Mary say, seeing her was the most beautiful vision of their life. So I just, I sort of can't wait. I'm not trying to rush things, but how can you how can you live knowing that you'll see mary and then have a fear of death you just you just can't okay so anyway number 7 i said that my friend doug tiger gave me the word depravity that in the diagnosis that the world has just gone crazy and the answer to that is the seventh promise from mary she says, I have obtained this grace from my divine son that those who promote this devotion will be taken directly from this earthly life to eternal happiness. So what does that mean? Except that she is going to make saints of those who are devoted to her sorrows and who, and who spread her sorrows. And, you know, I'll, I'll go into this in more detail in another episode, but how can she promise that? How can she promise that that sharing the seven sorrows devotion would bring sainthood? And, you know, Jesus says that in, in Matthew 25, that if you give food to the hungry and clo- clothes to the naked and drink to the thirsty, then then he says, come inherit the, the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. He's promising eternal happiness to people who are meeting the temporal, corporal needs of the, the, the smallest of his, of his brothers and sisters, right? And if you, if you are concerned about the spiritual well-being and the eternal well-being of others by telling them about the seven sorrows, that's, doesn't that count for more? Because you're not going to share the seven sorrows to a group of people who are literally dying of, of hunger, <laughs> you know, um, 
as you share the seven sorrows, you you care more for their for their temporal, corporal, material needs than you do for their spiritual needs. But the spiritual needs are more important. So, what what good is it to offer someone their last meal if they're going to lose their soul for all eternity? So, if you care enough about people to share the seven sorrows rosary and and the and these promises then of course you're going to go to heaven because that's taking it a, that's taking Matthew 25 a step further so again the diagnosis is division in families disbelief desolation despair diabolical activity dismay or fear of death and depravity and degradation and the promises of our blessed mother the prescription to counterbalance this these seven diagnoses is peace and prudence and prosperity providence protection preparation for death and piety sanctity uh, mary wants to fill the world with saints and she is going to do that by enlisting you in her army. And, you know, in Kibeho, in Rwanda, three visionaries in particular saw the Blessed Mother. And Mary told Mary Claire Mukangango that her role in her life was to spread the Seven Sorrows Rosary. Imagine how cool that would be if Mary, the Mother of God, came down and told you, here's the purpose of your life. That would make things pretty easy, wouldn't it? <laughs> so Mary, the mother of God, told Mary Claire Mukangango, I want you to spread the seven sorrows rosary. Okay, well, spoiler, Mary Claire Mukangango died during the genocide. Okay, that leaves us with a couple questions. And one of them is, do you think that Mary, the mother of God, did not know that Mary Claire Mukangango was going to die in the genocide? Of course she did. That's why she came to Kibeho, to warn people. But then, does Mary, the mother of God, not need the seven stars devotion to be spread? Of course she does. And this podcast lists seven reasons why. Division, disbelief, desolation, despair, diabolical activity, dismay, and depravity. Of course, Mary wants this devotion spread. She gave the Seven Sars Rosary almost 800 years ago. It was just in Quebejo that she said she wanted to reintroduce it. Of course, Mary wants this devotion spread. So, if Mary knew that Mary Claire was going to die in the, in the genocide, after asking her to share this devotion, and if Mary, the mother of God, still needed this devotion spread, then that brings us to the most important question, the most important question of your life as you're listening to this podcast. The most important question is, what are you waiting for? Do you need Mary, the mother of God, to come and tell you to spread this devotion? Or can't you see through these promises of peace and prudence and prosperity and providence and protection and preparation for death and, and piety. Can you not see through that list of promises that you should share this with other people? It, this, it's just, 
it, 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 you can't have one thought without the other. You can't look at this diagnosis and not feel dismay. And then you can't look at this list of promises without hope. And you can't look at them both without thinking, I have to tell more people about the seven sorrows of Mary. So that, on that thought, I will, I will close out here. And I just invite you to make a choice right now. Make a decision. Make a commitment that you'll share the seven sorrows rosary. First, pray it. For sure, pray it. But then share it with other people. Okay? Thank you for joining me in this podcast today. I'm Carl Brown, and this is the EverybodySuffers.com podcast. The reality is everybody suffers. So how can I pray for you? please email me your prayer request at carl at everybodysuffers.com. My hope is that through this podcast, I can help you make sense out of suffering so that either you experience consolation or so that you can share consolation with others. God bless you. Have a great day.